1: Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass?
3: and I'm Kirsty, also from the Art of Declutter. Hey, Who would
2: have thunk it? <laughs> <laughs> Today we're talking to you about different types of clutter. And we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different types of clutter that we're going to go through with you. Today's episode is going to be, we want it to become somewhat of a diagnostic tool. When you see clutter in your house and you're like, oh, I just don't even know where to start. We want you to be able to go through and identify what type of clutter it is. And this is just seven of the types. And then we're going to give you some throwback episodes that you can go back to and really deep dive into what that particular thing is, how it can be overcome, what are some strategies and tools and questions and all the things but we're going to do somewhat of an overview and again just to use as somewhat of a diagnostic tool and if I could say somewhat just once more or diagnostic in in this episode that would be excellent so somewhat diagnostic diagnostic somewhat (laughs) what's the first one people
3: already want to punch you yeah
2: that's okay they count
3: (laughs) (laughs) I can though (laughs) okay nostalgic clutter or sentimental clutter. Mm. So things that remind you of events, people, places, usually has no purpose other than to remind you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's often hidden away.
2: It's very often hidden away. And it's usually usually got no financial value either. So not only does it not have a purpose but no financial value, it's got sentimental value. Yes. That's where, of, that's where its that's value, value is. It's just not financial value, sorry, yeah. is what I mean.
3: Yeah. You said that. So we have a couple of episodes where we go deeper into this. So um, sentimental papers, sentimental items, um, and we will definitely put all of these links in the show notes, which you can find over at our website, www.theartofdecluttering.com.au slash types of clutter.
2: Or slash podcast and just find it from there. Yeah, find it from there. So Nostalgic Clutter... I think every home has some level of nostalgic clutter. Mm. I don't think everybody struggles the same amount with it. No. So if it's something that really overwhelms you and you can identify it, it, identifying it and saying it and using... Diagnosing it. Diagnosticating (laughs) your... (laughs) That's a gross word. (laughs) Snot was in the middle of it. Um, Diagnosing the, the purpose of what you're keeping and why you're keeping it and actually what you want to do with it is how we will help you overcome nostalgic clutter
3: hmm. next one is bargain clutter we have done that whole episode on bargain clutter so that's stuff that you bought cheap even though you didn't have a need for it or you had a need for it or you thought you had a need for it but did you really so clothes that were on special gifts that you'd purchased and bulk buying
2: I even find clients have like Bulk vitamins, um, massive boxes of Nurofen or Panadol, even mm. though they're not families that go through a lot of that, because you think, well, the you know the percent price, yes, I think that triggers again a lot of bargain clutter. Where you are like, well, I don't actually think we'll go through that much Milo, but it's like half the percent price, yes. So you buy it, but you are actually spending three dollars more than if you bought the smaller one that you are really going to get through, and not throw out the other one because it's gone clumpy and yuck, yes. So bargain clutter, we want you, the, the um, solution to that is to become really intentional. The episode that we want you to listen to is the one called Bargain Clutter.
3: Mm. <laughs> Who would have thought? Try and
2: find that one. <laughs> the next type is freebie clutter. So
3: stuff you've taken because it was free, but you never had a use for Macca's toys, hand-me-down clothes, roadside furniture. Oh, my
2: gosh, roadside furniture. So much freebie clutter in people's backyards of roadside furniture.
3: Or in the house even. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Deceased estate stuff, Um, novelty branded items, the stuff that you get in marketing, paraphernalia marketing bags um, and conference show bags.
2: That's a big one for us adults because people often you get a pen and a – I don't know, what's people put in these things? Bottles of water, keep cups, notepads, paraphernalia, and you take it home because it was like it was freebie and then it just sits in the corner of your study for the next four years.
3: Taking up real estate that That's could right. be used somewhere else.
2: Yeah, or just space. Or you
3: you, you do use it, but you, like you might use a keep cup. Keep cups are good. Not bagging on the keep cups. But you've got 15 of them. Mm, that's right. So do you actually use mm-hmm. them? You might use the latest one that you got on the weekend, but you may not use the one that you got the two months beforehand at the previous conference. Yeah. So, um, yeah.
2: Freebie clutter, one of our solutions, and we want you to listen to the episode called Freebie Clutter, <laughs> one of our solutions is to practice the word No.
3: no. So going through Mac and saying, yes, we want the Happy Meal, but please don't include the toy. Correct. Yes. So good. We want, we want to take hand-me-down clothes, but we're going to go through them really quickly and get rid of any clothes that we know that our children are not going to wear or that we don't want them to wear or that they choose.
2: We did that, that on benefit. the weekend. We got three bags of clothes from um, a friend's sister and the boys, I think, took three or four items and the rest went the to person The person wasn't a
3: girl that you got the clothes from.
2: My friend's sister's <laughs> 16-year-old. <laughs>
3: I was like, wow, <laughs> didn't realise My it. children are Jeffrey wearing women's clothes. <laughs> more power to them, I say, more power to them. If that's what they want to do, go for it, kiddos. They do not. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why I was like, hmm, <laughs> something changed overnight. <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: the next type of clutter is aspirational clutter. We're going to talk about this just for a minute.
3: Oh, so this is the person that you really wish you were or... Uh, that you used to wish you were. We had a beautiful example of this in our course last night. We had one of our um, participants going through the course at the moment realised that she's not really a sewing person. She'd much rather spend time with her daughter than fixing 65 T-shirts that needed repairing. So she just got rid of the all the sewing paraphernalia and that is that aspirational clutter. Like mm. I want to be the mum that so close for my kids I want to be you know or I I want to be a saxophone player so or I want to learn I want to be a fluent French speaker I want to be I want to be I want to be and now don't get us wrong there is plenty more hopefully plenty more years going around the sun for you and you can take up new hobbies and can I encourage you all the mums who've got really little kids there is time coming there is time coming. You will claim some time back soon and it will come around quicker. I know everybody says it will come around quicker. It really does. And you will find yourself in seasons where you have time to pursue things of your heart.
2: Yeah, aspirational clutter is not just hobby stuff. It's hobby stuff that represents someone that you are not. Yes, so um, I'm trying to think if I've got any aspirational clutter in me. My- I know what my aspirational clutter is. <laughs> I've actually just gotten rid of it. Cal where it was on the weekend and I was like, oh, I took it to the op shop. But it was my yoga mat because mm-hmm. I had in- who I would love to be is the person who goes to Pilates on a Tuesday but during the week does her own beautiful Pilates yoga stuff in my own time. Never once used it. I think I'd had it for probably close to three years never
3: once used it did you get it as bargain clutter from audi
2: no i bought it intentionally i was thinking about it i talked to my pl- so it was an intentional purchase it just was clutter because i didn't use it. it was aspirational yeah so it went that's one of the things and i find exercise equipment in people's houses mm. the very expensive clothes horses that are treadmills yes is a lot of aspirational clutter. In fact, we've got an episode
3: Sports equipment. called Sports
2: Equipment <laughs> it's all about aspirational as well.
3: Um, the other episodes of ours that we have spoken about aspirational clutter is musical instruments, uh, hot crafts and hobbies and unfinished projects.
2: Oh, my gosh, unfinished projects. But
3: we also have um, wardrobes. Um, And we've got two episodes on wardrobe. They're way back when our sound quality was not like this. So please forgive us in advance. Um, And books and magazines and big books, because in big books, we talk about recipe books. And that's, you know, I would love to be, I I would love to be that person who's like, ah. Let's have a lazy Saturday afternoon and invite our friends around for dinner. And I'm just going to be this Annabelle Crab type chef, who just cooks up a storm. And her friends come over and just have a nice, relaxing afternoon and just rave about how what an amazing chef I am. It ain't never going to happen. No. Like that.
2: Yeah. It's like, do you want to come over? It'll have to be an early dinner because the kids are ready. Let's just get pizzas yeah. and we'll send them outside to run all their energy off.
3: And let me just encourage you, l- encourage myself. I'm speaking life over myself. That might happen in the future. But um, but to be honest, it's going to be Simon Crab, <laughs> not Annabelle. Like it's going to be Simon doing all that cooking. So, yeah, we just aspirational clutter is... It can be the person that you were in the past. Mm. You know, before we had kids, we did have dinner parties. We did enjoy, really love hosting, and, um, you know, you before you had kids, maybe you really um, loved. Um, musical instruments or crafts or hobbies or you love, you used to love reading or you used to have like Amy have magazine subscriptions. Mm. So it may be the person that you used to be and that you are hoping that you'll get back to and we just want to encourage you to live into the person that you are today and look brightly at your future because your future can be any of that but it's still the future, so yeah.
2: And the the new you, if you're really into craft, and we talked about this in our um, crafts and hobbies episode, you may be a really crafty person, but your craft taste and the kind of craft that you yes. do will change. So let go of the guilt that's associated with aspirational clutter. Yes. So we've talked about the different um, antidotes to what the different clutter things are. Did mm. I say that word right? Yes. Okay. Um, aspirational clutter is get rid of the guilt. Let go of the guilt.
3: Yes. What's the next one, Amy?
2: Outdated clutter. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We find some beauties when it comes to outdated clutter, don't we? (laughs) Yes. Sometimes we post them in our community. Um, Often we just have a giggle with our client and let them go. So that might be magazines that are old. You're probably not going to go back and read Better Homes and Gardens from 1992. You're not going to do that. So just let that clutter go. That's a throwback to episode twenty about magazines. Paperwork. Paperwork. Yes.
3: Outdated paperwork. So you might go, What? Paperwork? But this is like bills from nineteen ninety two and registration yeah. papers from two thousand and nineteen. House contracts you don't that even you've need moved that. out of. Yeah.
2: Rental agreements from when you were 19. Yes,
3: all the paperwork that no longer relates to this season in your life and is not needed for tax purposes. That's
2: right. It's completely irrelevant and it's completely outdated clutter. I find um, I would put in the paperwork category maybe birthday cards and magazine clippings and those kind of, yes, some of that's sentimental But also some of it's like I went through um, with a couple on Friday, their wedding cards and engagement cards. And the first thing they said was we're going to keep them all. Mm. And I said to them, okay, that's fine. I recently got rid of all mine and I kept the ones from our parents and our grandparents. Why don't we just have a quick look and just see if there's anything in there that you want to get rid of. I think they kept two (laughs) out of this massive box. Yeah. So it had become, it was nostalgic clutter. Yes. And then all of a sudden it became outdated clutter when they're like, do you even remember who Jim and Bob were? Yeah. And they're like, oh, maybe, maybe that was that couple from work. Yeah. So it or, feels nostalgic, but it's actually outdated clutter.
3: Yes, because even if you do remember who Jim and Bob were, it says congratulations on your wedding, mm. love Jim and Bob.
2: Yeah, not really? worth taking up real estate in your house. <laughs> That
3: is outdated. <laughs> yeah, but see, I mean, it's very different if it's like, oh, we wish you well, and here's our blessing over you, and here's, you know, rah rah rah. Like it's very thoughtful card. If you're sentimental,
2: correct. Then it goes back to the sentimental yes. category, not the outdated category. Yes, yes,
3: yes. Really
2: Schoolwork
3: like is another area of outdated clutter. Do you really need your kids' um, uh, math book? from when they were in grade 2 now that they're in year 12.
2: Let's go even further. <laughs> do you need your, your grade do 2 Do you even need your year 12 certificates anymore? I don't I'm actually asking that as a legitimate yes, question. Like do we I've I mean I haven't applied for a job in probably 15 years because I've always worked for myself. But when you go for a job, do they say, "Well, it says here that you graduated HSC, but uh we'd like proof." No. I can't imagine that's the case, particularly if you go on to have a degree and work experience. They probably don't care. <laughs> if you got an ENTER or TER or whatever they're called, That that is completely irrelevant once you're our age.
3: Yes, which is only 39.
2: Middle-aged women. <laughs>
3: no. Are
2: we not middle-aged? No,
3: according to Mandy and Kate, Middle age is
2: 45. Oh, I'm far off. You don't see much.
3: But then as Mandy's husband, Darren, said, middle age is middle of when you die and you do not know when your middle age is.
2: That's true. Middle age is a long way off for us.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Right, we all know how much you love The Art of Decluttering and I have got something equally as good as The Art of Decluttering. It is Amy's book, Simply Organised. You get a couple of hours of Amy's dulcet tones talking to you as she explains to you all the goodness of how to simply get organised and declutter your home. Head over to Amazon and you can get the Kindle version or the audiobook there.
2: So think about that. Like some of this stuff is so outdated. Like I've got clients that will want to keep their resumes from five jobs ago that is so outdated Mm. that it's just completely irrelevant it's lost its relevancy because of the time that has passed or because of the um the changes to the way that we record information and and process information
3: yeah so if you want um some tips on any of them so We've got books and magazines episode. We've got a paperwork episode. We've got sentimental papers, and we've got kids' artwork and schoolwork, and all of the has the, again. They'll all be in the show notes. Yeah, so you can go look at. So you can either click in your podcast, like if you're listening to yeah, it on an app. Yeah, tell us what show notes are because yeah. I'm not.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot.
2: Sure, lots of people even know what they are.
3: Mm. So this will be a test to if you're a podcast super fan of many many podcasts or not. <laughs> so you can look at the show notes in the podcast app. Usually, um, there's I don't know button you know somewhere on the app. There's you can find out more information about what the episode is on, and it will come up with the show notes. Um, and then we and many other podcasts have the show notes on our website as well. So you can just head over to the artofdecluttering.com.au slash podcast and then you can just search for any of these topics that we've talked about. And you can even just like search kids and Mm. it will bring up all of anything, any of our podcasts that reference that have kids in the title.
2: Yep. Search functions are awesome. The next type of clutter is buyer's remorse clutter (laughs) or I reckon you might have had this with the earrings before you I even did. purchased them. I, I did.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so buyer's remorse clutter are things that you've purchased that are possibly expensive so you keep them out of guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, or buyer's remorse clutter could be things that you've purchased and realize they they're completely superfluous.
3: So they could be like kitchen
2: appliances. Um, How many juices do you need? How many magic bullets do you need?
3: And how long did you use that magic bullet for <laughs> um and but you're keeping it because maybe one day you'll go back to doing juicing mm. and doing magic bullets um, gym memberships is huge yes
2: it's things so it's really let's let's go back to the i think i've all of a sudden I'm thinking of all the things that you regret, but it's actually buyer's remorse. So, it's things that you've purchased that you know that you should declutter, and you've kind of in your head gone, I'm not using this, but you keep it out of guilt. Mm. So, maybe a motorbike. Purchased a motorbike. I thought it was a great gift for my husband's 50th, or you, something big, and he doesn't ride it, and you regret buying it. You regret it. You wish you'd asked him rather than made it a surprise, but it's just sitting in your garage. Re- just showing regret constantly rather than you going let's cut our losses let's get rid of this thing
3: yep and you may not even regret it so you may have used it um out of guilt but you but really in your heart of hearts you did it is buyer's remorse um so you're keeping it because you spent good money on Mm -hmm. it so that can, and that's why gym memberships are in this category. And that's why not everything that we talk about is physical clutter mm. because a gym membership isn't physical. Yeah. But you're meant to get physical. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just like you in your 80s outfit. Yes.
3: Um, but yes, you, you've purchased something and you're not using it. So it is, and gym memberships create that mental mm. clutter and, and that mental load.
2: And maybe it's something that, so I'm thinking my engagement ring probably falls into this category. So it's not that I ever regretted buying it at the time. So there's no buyer's remorse probably for the first 15 years. I haven't worn it for the last five years. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't like wearing rings. I find that when I'm working that they get caught on things. I've got sensitive skin. So it just, so my buyer's remorse is, I kind of wish we hadn't bought it because I didn't need an engagement ring, but I can't sell it. Because I feel bad that we spent money on it, and I don't like it's. It's just so many emotions that is like, well, you can't get rid of that. But I the, kind of like society would buying look, it.
3: Society will look totally down on you if you yeah, got rid got of, rid your of your my engagement,
2: engagement ring. ring. Like, what does that say about my marriage? Nothing. <laughs> but there are actually other alternatives. probably says I'm, I'm confident in my marriage and don't need a ring to prove it.
3: Yeah, but there's a lot. there are things that you could do. You could get it turned. You could get the jewel turned into a necklace. Yeah or I don't know how many diamonds or what stones oh, that you have. Oh, a
2: bajillion. Yeah, no,
3: I know. I was like, mm, how old were you? And you had no money. Yeah, so I think I'm the ring sure was
2: $700. Would, yeah,
3: I'm pretty sure it will be a teeny tiny,
2: <laughs> tiny diamond. Tiny, tiny, tiny <laughs> six diamonds in a tiny little row. <laughs>
3: yeah, so you could get them, you could repurpose it. Yeah. Or you could keep it for a granddaughter. Mm. Or But then that's like... But
2: again, like...
3: But you don't, like, they're not going to come to you...
2: Grandma, Nanny,
3: we really want your ring. It means so much to us because we've never seen it on your hand.
2: Yeah, it's not sentimental. Yes. So buyer's Remorse Clutter, that is another area. As we said, kitchen, you can look at our Tupperware episode. You could look at the jewellery episode or the children's toys episode. So many different places.
3: Mm. Donation Clutter.
2: (gasps) Huge. Mm. Huge. Do you know what I've started asking clients, Kirst? Once we've packed our cars with donations, so those of you who haven't had us as a professional organiser in your home, part of the service we offer is if we can fit your donations in our car, we will take them to a donation drop-off for you. So you don't have to try and fit that into your already busy schedule and it's gone. You don't have to think about it. So I've started once I've packed the car and if I see that there's room left, I'll say to a client, are there any other donations sitting around the house that you've been meaning to take to the op shop? And I'm really intentional about asking that. So I would just ask it when I remembered over the last couple of years and now like every time I want to ask that because donation clutter is just stuff that you've already decided is going and yet it's still in your house or car or hallway or at the front door or in the garage.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's my practice as well. Mm.
2: Maybe I stole it from you. Maybe you told me about it and I I Mm. nicked it.
3: Maybe and and it just depends on the client cuz sometimes the cars are already chock a block full of just the room that mm-hmm. we decluttered so <laughs> um
2: so there are seven oh, – so did you have more to say on the donation clutter
3: well that we have got a whole episode on Ooh, donation yeah. so if you are um coming up with resistance over donating or that you're really specific you want spend donate it to a specific organisation. Um, we've got heaps of links in that. Like mm. that's another chocker block linked filled episode because we give you – we probably need to redo it actually because so much has changed since we recorded mm. that episode because that was number 36. So yeah, a long time ago. It was a long time ago. But, um, yeah, that's a great episode. We talk about all the lots of different places – Mostly in Australia, mm. so sorry to our international listeners. And I think
2: the holding zone episode would be a great yes. one to listen to about this as well. Yes, just moving things on.
3: Yeah, so that was called recycling holding zone. Thank you.
2: You're welcome. So give us those seven again.
3: Okay, so from the top,
2: take it from the top. First, oh,
3: nostalgic clutter, bargain clutter, freebie clutter, aspirational clutter, outdated clutter, buyer's remorse clutter, and donation clutter.
2: So when you do come up against something or a room or an area that you're like, oh, what is going on for me here? Why can't I let go of that? We encourage you to jump into this episode, look in the show notes and go, okay, these are the seven types. What does it fit into? And what's the antidote? Is it that I need to learn to say no? Is it that I need to honor things? Is it that I need to let go? Is it that I need to move things on with like donation clutter? Is it that I need to show myself some grace with buyer's remorse clutter? What is it and how do you overcome it? Because as you guys know, it's more than just about the stuff. It's always about the stuff going on in your mind, in your head, and your heart that reflects what's actually happening in your home.
3: Well said, my friend. Well
2: do you said. have a review for us, Kirst? I do
3: have a review. This one is from just picking it up, sorry. Untidy Michelle. Great podcast. This podcast has helped me so much. I was so exhausted from stuff shifting and tidying up after my family that I hardly had any time to live and enjoy life. Using these lovely ladies as inspiration and their helpful ideas, in only a few weeks I have managed to clear heaps of clutter and put some systems in place that means I am enjoying life much more.
2: This is what it's about, Michelle. Yeah.
3: I thought it would be exhausting to declutter, but actually what is is, is exhausting is looking at and managing the clutter. <laughs> Exactly, boom. boom, mic drop. Thank you, Amy and Kirsty, for all your wise words. Keep up the good words.
2: You guys rock. Please leave us more reviews. If we ever feel like, why are we doing what we're doing? We just, we just want to go in and read your reviews. Please leave them. Yes, please leave them.
3: It helps us to. It helps us in so many ways. It helps us to be encouraged, but it also helps encourage other people because when yeah. they come across the web, the podcast. Often people go to the reviews and look at it and go, oh, oh, it must be a good podcast. So if you don't think it's a good podcast, don't leave a review.
2: (laughs) Do you know what was so hilarious the other day? Someone left a one-star review and it had the most glowing written review so that obviously like click the wrong button because I was like oh no we got a one star review what was that for and it's like this has changed my life it's changed my mindset my home so much better I was like oh you just so when you go in you want to go five star rate and review
3: and it's hard because you have to like click on the fifth star yes that's the problem like you it's um people think that they you know click on each star so that it gets up to the five star but just go straight to the five star Or the four, you know, do you, do you.
2: No, no, do five.
3: (laughs) But also the other good thing about rating and reviewing on iTunes is it boosts um, Mm. Apple's visibility on us. Yeah. So then they promote us more organically Mm -hmm. and it comes up in people's search functions. So the other thing that we would recommend you do is if you have enjoyed this episode or any of our episodes, share it with a friend, share it with somebody. Please. Just, Just ask. Just Think in your head, who is it that would really benefit from this and mm. from these girls' wisdom and these girls' laughter and these girls' um, love of people and love of decluttering? Who in my life would be benefit from listening to this podcast? Then it's easy. Click the share button on your podcast app or on the website. Just Copy the URL, send it to your friend or share it and just go, hey, I was thinking about you and I thought that you would appreciate this yes. podcast. Please and do that. We would love that. And we would, because we just want to reach more people, because we just see the freedom that comes with people not having. A cluttered home. Mm. There's so many, 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 many benefits of it. We want to see families being more connected. We want to see people getting out there and living life to the full. We want to see people enjoying their homes. We want to see people being free to invite people over and hosting them and doing that hospitality and being Annabelle Crabb in the kitchen, <laughs> we that's our heart for you and that's our heart for the world. So the more people that can get on board the art of decluttering, the better. So thank you. Thank you for everything that you're doing um, to encourage us in all those ways.
2: You guys are the best. Till next week. Sleep well. <laughs> <laughs>